0: I'm joined today by Michael Orinaka from Illinois to talk about his recent project, building a concrete printer or a clay printer actually from scratch uh, called the Clay Printer 3D. Michael, how are you? All right, Jared,
1: nice to meet you. Thank you uh, very much for the opportunity to uh, be on their show and talk about my journey um, in this you know, house, giant 3D printer world. Um, uh, you know I'm, I'm still pretty young I'm a, I'm a teacher actually I just finished graduate school in 2018 but I actually do I, I don't really want to be I, I studied educational leadership that's what my master's degree is in, and I don't really want to do that I, I notice that I'm more of a technical hands on kind of person I've always been um, you know I just want to point that out because I know that a lot of people like me, uh, you know, my parents from Nigeria, and so there are a lot of second-generation immigrants like me who have, who are very, you know, creative, but they're, you know, the cultural expectation is to, uh, you know, get a higher education degree, and sometimes we're not really passionate about that. And so, you know, moving on, um, I've always been an artist, hands-on kind of person, and so, this is actually my uh, third revision of this machine. I'm gonna see if I can find a,
0: <laughs> a picture. You should be able to screen share, I think. Okay, I see if I can Yeah, that was going to be my first question is, what's your background uh, and how did you get started with this? It's pretty ambitious to build your own system from scratch. Uh, the, Just... Some people wanna buy one, they're hundreds of thousands of dollars, so it's really cost prohibitive, but I saw your Hoping to sell your system for like $40,000. So you must be building it for a little less than that, hopefully, uh, which is incredible. I,
1: definitely. Um, the way I think of it is it's very simple. Uh, a, a 3D printer can be small, as a lot of people are used to, you know, 3D printing plastic, you know, toys, uh, things for their cars, things for around the house. But uh, what a lot of people don't realize is a, a 3D printer can actually be scaled up pretty precisely uh, using the same technology that is powering these,
0: Stepper you know, motors these
1: small, Yeah, these small printers, and that can allow us to do some pretty amazing things. I realized this when I was in college. You know, again, I was suffering from the dilemma of I was studying special education. I'm a, I'm a high school teacher right now, um, but I do this on, you know, on the site, but let me see. Okay. So, there we go. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking through my Google photos to see if I can find that machine.
0: Sure. Um, so when you first got started, how did you design your extruder head? Did you find some plans or some th- some reference you were able to use? Uh, my
1: background is actually in, uh, fly, you know, 5 axis CNC machining. Okay, cool. I wanted, I wanted to build my own 5 axis CNC machine. And I was on a group, I was on the CNC uh, group on Reddit, and everyone said, there we go, I found it, I found it. Everyone said it could be done, you know, it has to be done in a factory, things like that. Let me see if I can screenshot this, or, you know, screen share this. Um A lot of people said it couldn't be done, but um, I ended up kind of, let see, share. contact. Uh, tab, Google Okay, so this is a 5-axis uh, CNC machine I built uh, in my room when I was actually still in uh, undergrad, when I was mm. studying special education. I was very proud of this because, you know, a 5-axis CNC machine is a milling uh, machine. Yeah, the machine was very precise, um, but I ended up buying a different property where I decided to scale up and, you know, focus on 3D printing because I realized that, you know, 5 axis CNC machine, 5XC CNC machining is very, uh, it, I mean, it's nice. It's, it's very precise, but a 3D printer can make the same, uh, you know, quality. Uh, as a five-axis CNC machine, if you use a nozzle with a small enough uh, diameter, so uh, let me let me stop sharing. Okay. So, if you use a nozzle with a small enough diameter, you can actually achieve uh, some very uh, uh, precise uh, detail with when it comes to three D printing, and it can make you can make basically the same quality uh, as a five-axis CNC machine. But here is the here's the part where it gets interesting. So a lot of people are asking, like, how are you able to afford a giant 3D printer? How are you, how are you able to afford the materials needed to do that? An artist should not be constrained by money. If you had a giant 3D printer that was plastic, you would have had, you would need a lot of money just to, you know, be able to play around with that printer, just to, you know, make 3D models. And so you shouldn't that should that should not be the reality. It should be cheap, it should be affordable. I mean, think about it. Uh, Wasp, I'm sure you've heard, you've heard of Wasp, right? The 3D printing company. Yeah, of they're course. Their 3D printing houses out of clay, uh, uh, out of earth. Earth is the most abundant, one of the most abundant resources we have. So there's no way it should be uh, expensive.
0: Well, there's one to- big issue is the rotor staters. Those cost uh, about $1,000 each brand new, and you can replace the uh, part that, wears away for about 600 bucks and they probably use maybe eight to 12 of those to complete a structure the size of the tecla house by wasp uh so that's definitely at least six grand there so it's not uh say expensive in terms of construction for a house relative to standard construction costs in america but it's still uh i mean it takes a lot of money definitely definitely um
1: This particular machine, I was able to build it for about,
0: uh, uh, I don't really want to name the cost, but- You're you're trying to sell it for $40,000. I think that shares enough information about it. Um, Yeah. So are you using a mixer pump system? Uh,
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, I actually built my uh, pump system manually. Everything is built manually. I'm about to give you a tool of the machine right now. I'm just trying to figure this out on my phone.
0: Uh, yeah, cool. So does your mixture pump system include rotor stators? Rotor stators,
1: mm-hmm. uh, as in a stepper motor?
0: No, the rotor stator is the piece that makes sure the material is homogenous. It's a metal sleeve with rubber on the inside with an auger that rotates. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, we have one of
1: those. Uh, I have one of those in progress. However, what I'm using right now, just for demonstrations, is the um, is actually an, extr- an extruder uh, a pump pump.
0: So uh, how this is the material mixed?
1: The material, the material uh, right now is mixed manually, but mm-hmm. we, I am building that, uh, pump. I'll, I'll show you that very soon. Yeah, that's great um, when to get started
0: manually. You don't have to deal with the rotor staters. It's very cost effective and you can definitely. troubleshoot everything. Working with it by hand gives you much, uh, more obviously hands-on experience rather than, uh, the mixer pump.
1: Uh, you know, just, just, Some information, restore everything. All right, so let me go outside, give you a quick tour of the machine, uh, show you what's going on, show you how big the machine is, and uh, yeah, I'll be back. Well, here's the machine here. It's the PlayStation 3D. Um, Nice. I can turn this around. Nice. All right, well, here's the machine. Uh, This is a giant. Play 3D printer, as you mentioned earlier, and uh, it's able to print very high quality uh, models due to the tiny uh, nozzle that we have here. So uh, this machine, kind of nervous right now. This is my first time showing anyone the machine. It's actually still in the cosmetic phase, but this machine, let me see if I can, show you the whole view here. So, Here's the machine, this is the clay station. And you got a generator. And then you got a generator. Yes, okay, let me get that out of the view. Clay Station 3D. And oh, the generator's our, important the too. The
0: important too. Oh yeah, very important. It's all important. It's all important. It's all
1: important. Here's a Clay Station 3D uh, giant clay 3D printer. So this is actually a very special setup here. The blue that you can see there is the Z axis. Mm-hmm that table goes from where it is right now all the way down to the floor so that's your z-axis height that's about four uh, four feet that, that you can print that yellow there is the x-axis that's about mm-hmm. uh 10 feet 10 feet x-axis and then that um the yellow one here is our Y axis. Mm-hmm. And that's about, I'm gonna say eight feet. And so this is the Claystation 3D. I wanted to make it a color that when people look at it, they, they just wanna create something. They just wanna make something. And so I'm, go- I'm gonna go on a campaign. I'm gonna build a few for some nonprofit organizations. I'm gonna build, I'm gonna take orders on the website. The website is gonna be live in about, I'm gonna say a week. This is the Claystation 3D. Very nice. And
0: so, oh, what nice have you so printed with it so what far? What have you printed with it so far?
1: What have I printed with it so far? I printed uh, just a demonstration piece. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you an updated video of the prints, but for now, I've just been focusing on the cosmetics. As you can see, we have our stepper motors here. Um, Here's our NEMA uh, NEMA 34 stepper motors, Um, two of those. So this is the X-axis stepper motor. This is slaved to the other stepper motor there. These two stepper motors move in, you know, in synchronicity together. These four blue, uh, okay, so let me move over here.
0: It's incredible. You put this together yourself. I mean, there's people with engineering degrees who who would like to do this and and don't feel capable.
1: I mean, it just clicked. I mean, it just, I can't even explain. It just comes together. So. Easily for me to do this. Mm -hmm. this is a 50 to one reducer. That's what makes these so strong. That's what makes these able to lift this table and support whatever is printed concrete clay doesn't matter. Uh, Basically, the bed will break before anything happens to these. That's how strong these are. These uh, are mm-hmm. fifty to one, and I have four of them slaved together. So all these four Z-axis motors move down together. They all move uh, one step at a time together, and that that allows us to keep our prints very uh, very neat. This machine, the special thing about this machine is is every axis is adjustable, so. These are all adjustable. There's no way your, your print can be out of, out of sync, out of, you know, out of square or anything, because everything, every axis is perfectly adjustable. That's a, that's a, that's a lesson that I learned from my first machine that I built, that five-axis CNC machine that I showed you earlier. Um, everything has to be adjustable. That's how you get uh, pres- precision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the wiring is not really pretty. Right now, but I'm a, I'm an expert at it. Basically, it works perfectly. It's just not pretty. So let's go in here. This is the wire. This is the basically the control room. Yeah. One of our motor drivers here. A uh, couple other three D printers. This is this is a you know this is a nylon three D printer. That's why I bought it to print nylon. This one is a regular three D printer. Uh, but this is our control room. This is all of our. Um, Drivers.
0: Yeah, that's really cool setup. So is it just you right now?
1: now? It's just me. Just me doing everything. All the wiring, all the building, all the painting. Uh, But I can get this done in about, with employees, I can get it done in about two to three weeks. But if it's just me, it's going to be two to three months, to be honest with you, because everything has to be perfect. I can't sell a forty thousand machine, forty thousand dollar machine that doesn't perform perfectly. This machine is going to produce top level. the The reason that I actually built this machine, Jared, is not to print houses. It was originally to print uh, car parts. I've always loved like Lamborghinis, Porsches. So mm-hmm. I was going to print my own my own bumpers. That would know, go so viral. Hood, that would go so viral. Hoods and everything, and make copies of fiberglass, copies of them. This machine will enable you to do that perfectly. I don't, I'm not advising anyone to copyright and fridge. That's not what I'm doing. But if you wanted to like enter the supercar industry, this machine will easily print the parts that you need in, you know, in in real size. So like I said, the wiring is not pretty, but I'm basically an expert. I know how to wire all the motors. I know how to get the right gear reduction that you need for the correct uh, modes. And I know how to make all the axes adjustable. So you don't even have to buy the clay th- the Claystation 3D. If you have a project that you're working on, I can help you achieve what you want to achieve.
0: Cool. So what do you need oh, so most need right, now to, most to right now to get to the next level?
1: I'm sorry, one more time, Jared?
0: What, what do you need the what, most need right now, to, most get to, the right next now level? to get to the next
1: level? What do I need the most right now is time. I have everything I need. I have, like I said, the reason that... The, the reason that this was so affordable to me, simple to me, was because I understand how axes work. I understand mm-hmm. how to fabricate parts. I mean, these parts, you can get these parts. It's not about the money to someone who, to, to a real engineer who knows how linear systems work. It's not a, we can, we can make this, we can do this with junk, but, you know, to, to a regular, to the layman, you know, to the layman, that's, that's. That's why it seems complicated. That's why it seems expensive. To someone who knows, who understands this, it's very, to us it's cheap. We can do it affordably. Um, My biggest hurdle right now is time. I'm working 24 seven on this. Um, I'm actually about to work on this full time. Like I said, I'm a full-time teacher at the moment. (laughs) This is so demanding. The demand, the responses that I'm getting from this, the interest that I'm getting, from this is so profound that I have to, I'm going into this full-time, I'm gonna focus on this full-time. But yeah, um, like I said, I'm still in the cosmetic phase. Here's my pump. Okay, so the pump right now is not assembled, but basically here's the, the, um, so this is basically a very a, a very long, very long uh, PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. Inside of it, I have clay, very soft clay, and basically, mm-hmm. let me show you let me show you how the pump works. There was just some water in there to to keep the clay from from drying out. If the clay dries out, you have to redo the whole thing. You can't you, the clay cannot dry out. Uh, but let me show you how simple it is to to load the um the pump. Yeah. So basically, yeah. here's my clay uh, container here. Inside of here of clay, very soft clay. I keep this, you know, this net on it just to keep things from falling inside. And so mm-hmm. you load clay into the, the tube, which I've already done. I'm going to paint this uh, tube green. Uh, that's going to be the, the company color, red blue, yellow, and green for the pump, for the extruder. Um, so here's our extruder here. Again, very to someone, you know, to the layman, this might be expensive. Like, how are you able to, to own a 50-to-1 NEMA 34 extruder? How are you able to do that? To someone who understands how this works, it's easy. Um, it's... Simple to understand. Let me see if I can position this. Uh. Okay, Okay, so right now I'm going to load the extruder. So here's our cap. Keep the clay from, uh, you know, seeping out. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm going to pull this off. Yeah. See if I can... Okay. All right. So here's our clay. We got a little bit coming out. That's not really what we want right now. So and push a little bit of that back in there. All right, and then here's the second part of the extruder. First of all, I'm gonna load the extrude, I'm gonna load the tube full of clay onto the extruder itself. So very Mm -hmm. simple, again, adjustable. So, like I said, adjustable, everything is adjustable. Nothing can be out of, out of. All right, here, there we go. Nothing can be out of, out of whack, out of line, you know. So that's the, that's how you load it. You tighten it when you're ready. And then here's the plunger. Very simple, Uh I'm just gonna load the plunger inside into the tube, okay? How do we do that? (laughs) Well, when you tighten this, when you tighten the tube onto the extruder body, when you tighten this, it's not gonna be able to move. That's what allows us to push. That's what allows this to push. This is another linear uh, system that I made, um, I can basically do, I can, I can make these, uh, with my eyes closed, okay? And then, here is a, this is a 50 to 1 NEMA 34, uh, actuator, okay? So basically, like in your car, that's the engine, that's the transmission, but this is 50 to 1, which allows us to push like, very heavy loads. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, allow, this allows us to push... Like, the clay doesn't even have to be... Um, the clay doesn't have to be very soft. It can actually be quite firm. But this very strong uh, reduced uh, reducer allows us to push, uh, you know, firm clay out of it. And then here's the last part of the extruder. Still have to paint it, but... Um, this... Goes here. So this is front. This is our tube. This is our tube for the actual for the second extruder on the actual uh, 3D printer. So we're going to put this in here. Uh, just pretend that's fighting for now. And then, here's our tube. I made it long enough to, uh, to span the entire distance of the, uh, y-axis of the machine, mm-hmm. basically. So, this goes in this, uh, middle hole right here. Obviously this could be 3D printed better, this could be made better, but this is just a demonstration. Um, that goes in there, the clay goes from here to the, extr- the second extruder and comes down of here, okay? So from that tube, from that from that long tube, it goes all the way, goes through here and comes out of here, this tiny, nozzle and that allows you to get a very fine detail with very a very abundant material you could actually mm-hmm. dig your own clay in your backyard uh sift it refine it and print with it i mean that's how simple it is to make something like you know car parts aerospace parts you know molds
0: very simple affordable way to do it you'd make car parts you'd out of clay car parts out of clay
1: definitely Definitely, because here's the thing. Uh, to make it very precise, you first have to let the machine work on it. You can't forget the human touch. The human touch is what makes it, you know, what what makes, what makes it come alive.
0: Okay, mm-hmm.
1: this is the roughing process. The machine does the roughing. The machine. I don't consider. I don't consider the machine the final solution to the to the work of art. Some people do. You know, some people like to to leave their their printed houses bare um but i feel like there should be a finishing process that should be done by hand that's just how i do it as an artist uh let me go ahead and show you what i'm going to be working on in november when you come here uh, as we discussed pre- previously i'm going to be printing the house that continuous pump that you were meant that you mentioned earlier will be done i'll show you you know the pump in progress but I really want to st- I really want to emphasize these colors. This is the clay station. This is the the station for creating things out of clay. You can you can use uh, you know you can, you can use plastic, you can put a plastic extruder on there. You can use concrete, which I will. And the idea for this machine is to print, you know, modular concrete panels that could be assembled on site okay so you would print it you would print the panels on here and then tow them over to the work site and assemble sure. them. sure okay uh i might as well mention this uh this is the z printer 650 this is a powder bed full color 3d printer i'm gonna be using that for the interior of the cars that i design. uh are you familiar cool. with this printer jerry cool.
0: No, I don't no, look at any printers at any that aren't, printers uh, that aren't uh, doing houses. <laughs> okay. I stay, right.
1: so I stay in a very niche. concentrated niche. Exactly. I like it. All right. Here's our supply of... Uh, to, you know, to, to, to anyone else, this might be a pile of wood. To me, this is the body, this is the frame of a giant uh, 3D printer. I love the way you think, man. man. I'm sorry.
0: I love the way you think in terms of uh, of, uh, the systems systems. you were talking about. How money shouldn't be uh, uh, be, uh, the issue for an artist, and I was a little confused by by what you were saying. Like at first, I thought maybe you you just had some crazy grant funding, or I don't know, somehow you were just getting tons of money. But it's actually without the money at all, you're able to make it work. You don't see that as a barrier.
1: It's just uh, if you, you have to utilize the mechanics the correct way, I can do this with wood. I can, I can print a very high detail 3D printer all out of wood, just by making it adjustable and making the nozzle a fine diameter, you can print very fine. It's not about the money, uh, as you said. So when you come here in November, you're gonna see uh, the giant house 3D printer. This is the you know, the ClayStation 3D, this is the little brother. Okay, mm-hmm. I, well, I guess a big brother since this one came first, but this is our giant house uh, 3D printer. We're going to be 3D printing, a, 3D printing a demonstration building here. This is a pretty large property. This is about half an acre uh, that I'm using to uh, demonstrate things for clients. I'm eventually going to 3D print a house, uh, the far side of this property, and sell it. Uh, I'm still thinking about that. I would love some, you know, some discourse on that with anyone who's willing. Uh, you can email me at uh, fadedgalaxyco at gmail.com, F-A-D-E-D-G-A-L-A-X-Y-C-O at gmail.com. And my name is Michael Aronica. Uh, you can you can also reach me at 618 I prefer texting, but you can call me uh, during weekdays.
0: Yeah. And if somebody wants to work for you or work work with you, uh, is that something Uh, you've mentioned employees employees before?
1: Definitely. Definitely. I would love to form a team, of, uh, basically start, uh, house 3d printing future. The field is just waiting for innovators like, you know, me and you who, who can contribute our ideas to the field. So I'm more of a documenter an than an innovator. I, I can contribute I'm more yeah. of a doc. One more time.
0: I'm more One of a more documenter time, than an I'm innovator. I'm not actually working, innovator. I'm I'm uh, actually working on the tech, I'm tech myself. I'm just I'm just filming myself. it. I'm a journalist, oh, okay. I'm just i opposed to an engineer.
1: But you are a opposed engineer. <laughs> so uh, as I mentioned, these are the, these are the colors. We have red, yellow, blue. This is going to be the same color for the Giant house 3D printer. I don't know how my neighbor is going to feel about that, but we'll see what happens. It's all, cool, in the, it's, it's all in the name of innovation. All right. So, again, this is the Clay Station 3D. This bed is going to be painted white. White is the color of, you know, it has to be white. Before you draw on a piece of paper, the paper is white. So before you print on the Claystation 3D, the bed has to be white, the bed has to be blank to give you enough space to express your ideas, your wildest ideas, okay? It'll look great on your property. Everyone will love it. Everyone will ask you what it is. Everyone will want to use it. You can use this machine to take custom orders. Um, it's just a nice machine. It's a, it's a very, I haven't seen any other machines on the market uh, this size, uh, you know, for clay, for concrete, of course, but for clay specifically dedicated to clay. As I said, this machine can handle concrete, you know, can handle even plastic, but right now we're focusing on clay because it's abundant, it's easy to, to load. It's easy to, to work with. It's very forgiving. So we're we're working with clay. We want to we want to work with something that people have always worked with for centuries. And with that final human touch, you can actually make something uh, look very good.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Uh, Jerry, what uh, what about you? What about your? Uh, how long have you been doing this? I did receive an email uh, from you about a year ago, asking about the printer. Uh, do you remember that? Uh, I don't, there's uh,
0: 322, I don't 322, 322, companies 322 companies I'm trying to follow. Trying so, to follow. so it's hard to remember the ins and outs of each one, of each but one. I guess I had solved, maybe, maybe you posted somewhere. something somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So, cool. so, 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 so you said you said mentioned you have some stuff on the computer inside of show more screen share stuff. More screen share stuff.
1: Let me go ahead and switch back to the computer. I just want to show people how easy it is. A lot of people wonder, how, how are those houses designed? You know, how those, you know how the 3D printed houses look with the, with the hollow cores and all that? A lot of people want to know how that's designed. Well, I have an easy technique to make your own house, to, to make your own house using your own uh, floor, floor plan. You can get mm-hmm. a floor, floor plan from uh, Google Images. You can draw up your own uh, floor plan, it's up to you, but this is a very easy, fast technique to make your own 3D model for a 3D printed house based on a floor plan that works for you, okay? So let's go back to the house. All right, Jared, I'm back. All right. And I'm just gonna show you a quick way to make your own uh, 3D model for your 3D printed building house. Uh, So, Let's go ahead and go to Photoshop here and I'm just going to, uh, grab the brush tool, increase the pixels a little bit. Okay. What program are you in now? This is, this is Photoshop. Can you see that? Yeah. Can you see this? All right. So this is the brush tool and. Alright, so let me just draw a quick little, a quick little floor plan, okay? So we got the living, can't talk today, got the living room here, and let's say this is a bedroom, okay, we got a two-bedroom house. Okay, so this is a two-bedroom. That's then we got the dining room in here. And then maybe this is the bathroom,
0: okay? It's so the bathroom. So just be for bathroom. Sure. Um and then
1: uh the, it's down. So Bedroom 1, and then bedroom 2, and then we have the living room, and then the dining room, okay? And so this is what you typically see with those 3D printed ploy, or, you know, concrete buildings. Sure. even Even played buildings.
0: Interior and exterior a- wall.
1: Exactly. Oh, I forgot my door here. Okay, so let me get my door. Okay. You could go to Google Images and find one of these. I mean, uh, just put your dimensions in. Let's say like you want an 800 square feet uh, house. Your needs a floor plan. Just import the image into Photoshop, and you can start, you know, tracing around it. But I'm just going to do this by hand to show how easy it is to do your own custom. Because I know not everyone wants to follow, you know, what someone else made. So, window, go back to Photoshop here. Um, and so, this is what you typically see with those 3D printed um, houses. You have these balls, and you have these like groovy infill not even infill because this isn't done by the slicer this is manually done a lot of people don't understand this is manually this this has to be manually done um it has been manually designed like this
0: not always some companies have uh, proprietary slicers
1: all right i'm back sorry about that I'm not sure what keep, that keeps happening
0: no worries all right Mm-hmm. with the software, it should be downloading the video and audio directly to your computer to be uploaded afterwards. So it will, uh, should be much better quality than it appears right now.
1: Right, control S, the magic word. All right. All right. So basically, um, you really need the pen tool for this to work. So after you draw your, uh, your floor plan, or if you have a floor plan that you want to trace, go ahead and trace it with the the pen tool. And then, basically, just to give you a quick demonstration, you're going to use the pen tool trace around all the borders of that floor plan. All the yeah, you could just make it a
0: simple box for uh, it'll be it'll make sense, I think. Oh. So- Awesome. I really appreciate you coming out to talk about your project. There's no reason to be. Uh, it's early stages, so there's your what you've done is incredible. And uh, it's, Thank you. Uh, hopefully people see this and they're uh, able to You get customers and you get uh, people that want to work with you. I think you will. And uh, yeah, you're uh, inspiring man. of uh, your ability to see problems as uh, you don't see the problems. You see the solutions. Yes. Thank you very much, Jared. Um, I'm excited to you
1: know show you in November when you come here the the house being printed. all right man, I'm looking forward to it.